The Cowboys finish the season 9-4 and four and have one game left on the season to get another double-digit win year. I'm Matt Jordan. Welcome into the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network. And Oklahoma State suffered a pretty big loss to Texas in the Big 12 Championship game, falling in that one 49-21, a game they were really never close in uh, at, at all. Uh, Texas kind of showed up, showed out, and played really well and got themselves into the college football playoffs as the number three team. They will face the number two Washington Huskies. And Oklahoma State gets Texas A&M in the Texas Bowl. Cowboys are setting at 22 in the nation after their loss to Texas in the Big 12 championship game. So the Cowboys have made two of the last three Big 12 championships but have yet to win one of those. Now they'll try to capture another double-digit win season. They can get 10 if they are able to beat the Aggies. This is only the second time these two teams have played since A&M left the Big 12 to join the SEC. That game was also in the Texas Bowl. That was back in 2019, a game the Cowboys lost. 24 to 21. The 2019 Texas Bowl was kind of a weird one when you look at it statistically. Uh, Kellen Munn was the quarterback for the Aggies. He was only 13 to 19 for 95 yards. He had a passing touchdown. It was really on the ground that Munn did all of his work. 12 carries, 117 yards. He had a rushing touchdown. Isaiah Spiller also had a rushing touchdown in that game. Uh, 77 yards running on 19 carries for him. It was Chuba Hubbard who had the big day for the Cowboys. Hubbard ran the ball 19 times for 158 yards. Uh, Drew Brown got the start. Oh, the Drew Brown days. Uh, Drew Brown got the start in that one throwing for 184 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Oklahoma State came into that game ranked 25th. They got out to a 14-0 lead, but then would not score again until the fourth quarter and again lost 24-21. Spencer Sanders didn't throw a pass, but he ran twice for three yards. Braden Johnson had a great game, five catches, 124 yards. He had both touchdowns. Uh, Outside of that, not a lot of stuff happened for uh, Cowboy players. Jordan McRae had two catches. L.D. Brown had one. It was pretty much Braden Johnson and Chuba Hubbard. Was not enough to outdo Texas A&M and Kellen Mund on that day. Hopefully it goes a little bit better for the Cowboys this time. The Cowboys went into that game, like I said, ranked 25th. A&M was unranked. A&M was 7-5, and five, just like they are currently 7-5. and five. Oklahoma State was 8-4 and four and lost this to finish the season 8-5. and five. Of course, A&M comes into this game after they have hired a new head coach. They've also hired a new offensive coordinator. They, of course, fired Jimbo Fisher. They bring in the former Duke head coach, Mike Elko. They also bring in uh, Kansas State offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, Colin Klein, uh, who was a quarterback at K-State, very familiar with Oklahoma State as their new offensive coordinator. Despite the changes at coaching staff and offensive coordinator and the fact that their interim head coach did take the Syracuse defensive coordinator job, that interim head coach, Elijah Robinson, will coach during the Texas Bowl. So they will keep the interim uh, who will stay in as the head coach. I will get more into the A&M-Oklahoma State matchup as we get closer to that. That game 
will be uh, December 27th, I believe. Yeah, December 27th, coming up on a Wednesday, December 27th at 8. So we've got a couple weeks. It's the Wednesday after Christmas. And so as we get closer uh, to that date, uh, I will preview that coming up here. Uh, I will preview that in a couple weeks as we'll be a week out from that game. Or maybe even do, I normally do these Wednesday, Thursday. I'm going to maybe try maybe to do that one Tuesday and have a preview right up to the date. We'll see how that works out with a Wednesday game uh, and then me doing probably the podcast the following day. So stay tuned. Uh, I'll announce how that's going to play out scheduling-wise as we get closer and closer to the bowl game. But I'll wait to fully break that down uh, as we, we get closer to that date of them actually playing on Wednesday, December 27th. Other Oklahoma State news, Ollie Gordon was selected as one of three unanimous selections to the CBS Sports 24-7 Sports All-American First Team. So props to Ollie Gordon, who will more than likely be named as the best running back of the year. Uh, He was also the the Big 12 Offensive Player of the Year, which we talked about last week. But uh, sure, more awards are coming Ollie Gordon's way, and uh, hopefully those rumors, and I think a lot of it is um, maybe trolling by the internet, but uh, I hope there is no news about Ollie Gordon transferring. With the way college football has become, it's pretty easy to go, okay, I was really good at this school, I maybe can transfer to a bigger and better school and be really good there and get more and more notice and get more and more money with NIL deals. Hopefully that's not the case for Ollie Gordon, but there's been a lot of posts, tweets, TikToks uh, about how Ollie Gordon could transfer after the year he just had. He, he was just a sophomore, but uh, I hope that uh, that is not the case. I want to see another year at least of Ollie Gordon in a Cowboys uniform and running all over the Big 12. Speaking of transfers, Oklahoma State quarterback and son of the head coach Mike Gundy, Gunner Gundy, has entered the transfer portal. Gundy walked on to the Cowboys ahead of the 2021 season despite receiving FBS scholarship offers to go elsewhere. Uh, to begin the 2023 season this season, Gunner was a part of that three-man race for the starting quarterback job, splitting game reps between himself, Alan Bowman, and Garrett Rangel. Uh, with Bowman out, Garrett Rangel and Zane Flores are expected to compete for the starting job in 2024, leaving the youngest Gundy to explore his options. Now, I will say with with Bowman he can apply for a medical hardship and get a seventh season I don't know if that's something he's going to do but he could come back but it looks like despite all the other quarterbacks that are out there potentially as transfers it's going to be between Rangel and Flores now I am not a Rangel guy never have been but I haven't seen anything from Flores maybe Rangel gets better maybe Flores is good Gundy, Gunner, that is, saw the writing on the door with those two, or writing on the wall, whatever that saying is, with those two and how good they've become or how good they look. And he said, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go somewhere else. So um, Gundy, as a member of the 2020 recruiting class, received offers from Eastern Michigan and Toledo. Uh, but now he hopes that his experience at Oklahoma State will pay dividends by drawing more interest in the transfer portal. Gunner is a graduate transfer with at least two years of eligibility remaining. So we'll see uh, how that plays out for Gunner. I wish him the best of luck. He was my favorite to 
get this get the starting job. I liked what I saw out of him more than the other two in the first three games. Bowman ended up being the right answer, and Bowman ended up being more athletic than I thought he was because that's kind of why I liked Gunner is Gunner was more athletic, could do more with his legs than the other two could, but Bowman, again, was the right answer, and I wish Gunner Gundy the best uh, the best of luck um, wherever he lands. And I, I hope it's it's a good spot, and I hope he has a lot of success. I uh, really do. I, I like Gunner. Uh, I always will appreciate anything to do with the, Gunner, uh, the Gundy family, so I wish nothing but the best for Gunner wherever he goes. I'm interested to see... Um, how that plays out and where where he will be headed. So, with football season getting closer and closer to an end, we'll take a look at uh, basketball season now, which honestly is not going well for the Cowboys. They started their season. I'll, I'll recap the, the, the season so far for those of you who may not have tuned in uh, to any basketball with, with football on the mind and may have missed the first eight games for the Cowboys. Uh, but they are eight games into the season. They are still a little bit off from starting uh Big 12 play. That will not start until the new year. January 6th is the first game for Big 12 play. Uh, That is against Baylor. But uh, so far, the season for Oklahoma State, they lost game one to Abilene Christian, 64-59. They won game two, 85-70 against Sam Houston. They dropped two in a row to St. Bonaventure and then to Notre Dame. This is a part of the Legends Classic. Both those games are very close. 66-64 loss to the Bonnies and a 66-64 loss to Notre Dame in overtime. They beat New Orleans 96-68. They beat Houston Christian 92-65. So a couple of 90-point back-to-back wins there. And then now they've lost two in a row. They got beat by a very good Creighton team 79-65. And then lost another close one to Southern Illinois 70-68. So outside of the Abilene Christian game and the Creighton game, All the other games have been two-point losses. Two-point loss to Southern Illinois, two-point loss to Notre Dame, two-point loss to St. Bonaventures, and the the Abilene Christian was only a six-point loss. The only game which they have not looked super competitive was the 14-point loss to Creighton at home to a very good Creighton team. So next up coming up for, or next up on the game slate for the Cowboys is a game in Oklahoma City. and that is against Tulsa, so that should be an interesting matchup there. That is this Sunday. The Golden Hurricanes started this season with five straight wins, beating Central Arkansas 70-53, Incarnate Word 85-71, Jackson State 72-52, South Carolina 90-70, but then they have now dropped two in a then they dropped two in a row I should say uh, losing 84-82 to Little Rock and then 79-70 to ORU ORU got a game coming up as well against the Cowboys and then they beat uh, Loyola Chicago 88 to 77 so they come into this uh, winning, I, I said five, four to open the season and then drop two in a row and then just beat Loyola Chicago as they're getting set to take on uh, the Cowboys of Oklahoma State. So we'll see if Oklahoma State can get the victory there. That would be a nice one before they play ORU a week later on the 17th. Then they take on uh, Wolford. South Carolina State, that will wrap up. So four games left in 2023. They have the one game against Chicago State on January 3rd, and then they take on Baylor, Texas Tech, Iowa State for the first three games of 
the Big 12 season. The Big 12 is not going to be easy for the Cowboys. There are a lot of very good teams in the Big 12. Matter of fact, uh, there are six unbeaten teams still left uh, that have played non-conference schedules. Baylor is 9-0, Houston 9-0, BYU 8-0, OU 8-0, and then Cincy and TCU are both 7-0. Kansas is 8-1 with their only loss being to UConn. K-State is 7-2. Iowa State 6-2. Texas 6-2. Texas Tech 6-2. UCF 6-2. And Oklahoma State and West Virginia are the only two teams, both at three and five, that are below 500 in in teams in the Big 12. Obviously, no games have been played across the Big 12. That's not the Big 12 record. That's overall record. But they're only the only two teams that are below 500, and they're three games difference in the win column than the next best team, which is that grouping of Iowa State, Texas, Texas Tech, and UCF. So uh, it could be a very rough year for basketball for Oklahoma State, or they could figure it out and really compete like they did last year and get themselves a shot. The schedule is difficult. We've gone over it once already, but the schedule is difficult for the Cowboys. I'll recap Big 12 schedule here. Baylor Texas Tech, Iowa State, I mentioned that. They play Kansas and K-State. They get Kansas again, so two matchups against KU, two against K-State. They play Houston once. They play OU twice. They play BYU twice. They have Texas once. They have Cincy. They have UCF. They have Texas Tech. It is not an easy schedule. Uh, They play West Virginia once, TCU once. They just play Iowa State once. They got Tech twice. Baylor wants, thankfully. The Houston and Baylor wants things are nice. But you got KU twice. You got K-State twice. OU twice. BYU twice. Like, this is this is not going to be an easy schedule for the Cowboys who are already struggling. So, we'll see how basketball season goes for Oklahoma State. But, like I said, they could turn it around. Things could be different. We'll see how things go. When you look at the team so far... They are averaging about 74 points a game while only giving up 68. It's those close losses and those those close losses and those big wins that they have when they have one that makes their scoring margin 5.6 look pretty good for a 3 and 5 team. So maybe if they can get a little lucky and start winning some of those close games, they'll feel better about the season. Uh, Javon Small does lead the team in scoring right now, uh, averaging 17 points a game. Bryce Thompson averages 11.2. Eric Daly Jr., 9.6. Mike Marsh, 8.6. Jamarian Keller, 8.6. And then uh, John Michael Wright, averaging 7.8. A lot of people wondered who was going to be the guy next to Bryce Thompson as the scorer. Well, Javon Small, in seven games played so far, is averaging 17 points a game. He scored 119 points on the season, uh, substantially more than anyone else. Thompson, who's only played in five games so far, has only scored 56 points, but 11.2 average. So uh, Javon Small has been the guy. Hopefully they can find a couple other pieces to go around Thompson and Small and get the offense going because you know they're going to play fairly good defense. They That's kind of been their staple under Mike Boyden. So we'll see how the season is going to go. But Tulsa coming up first in a battle against ORU. I would say looking at this non-con schedule, they set it 3-5. and five. If they can win against T- TU 
Wolford, South Carolina State, and Chicago State. If they could win three of five and finish the season three and two, six and seven, if they could push themselves over 500, I would say they should feel pretty good about heading into Big 12 play. But if they drop a couple of these games, I think four and one, honestly, you really want to go undefeated. But if, if you lose these two, TU and ORU, and then beat the other three, in Wofford, South Carolina State, and Gallagher, or and Chicago State, because all those games are at Gallagher Iba, you would feel pretty good about yourself heading into Big 12 play, and it would be a wonderful run to win these last five games and set yourself at eight and five, and winners of five straight heading into Big 12 play. The TU-ORU games are really going to show something for the Cowboys, and then you definitely do not want to lose to these other teams and uh, have yourself several games below 500 trying to climb out of that hole with a very tough Big 12 uh, in store, a road schedule in in the Big 12 uh, coming up. So we'll see how things go, but we had a great football season. Uh, Didn't look good to start. Hey, it's the same thing. Cowboys did not look good to start the football season. They rebounded. They played great in the Big 12, uh, only losing two Big 12 games and, of course, losing in the Big 12 championship. So maybe it's something similar. I'm not going to be doom and gloom on this team like I was with the football team. I learned my lesson, and maybe they're able to, to rebound and have a a much more competitive season than what they're showing right now. Look forward to having you tune in next week as we'll recap the TU game, get prepared for the ORU game, and uh, get closer and closer to that bowl game coming up for the football season as well. Thanks for listening. I'm Matt Jordan with the Pokes Podcast, part of the Heartland College Sports Podcast Network.